Welcome everyone to this evening's meditation service. It's starting to feel a lot more like fallout. Uh, it happens to be um, my personally favorite for season. As some of you may know, uh, Halloween is my favorite holiday. <laughs> and so um, this is a special time of the year for me. I have my own little rituals I do, which is each day during October, I watch at least one horror program. <laughs> and I've been doing that for many, many moons. So tonight's talk is about, again, as we've been speaking over the last couple of weeks, the season of Sagaki and this liminal space. And people sometimes ask me, you know, well, what is this liminal space about? Well, this liminal space is about crossing the threshold. Crossing the threshold of our lives. And this threshold may be something invisible to others. But when we really take the path, when we really decide to heed the call to the adventure of liberation, when we take our own first steps in our personal hero's journey. It's a time of trepidation. In the story of Shakyamuni, we find this to be the time of his trials. And, you know, I think of a show that we like to watch in this time of the year, which is The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. And, of course, the call to adventure begins with a lot of trials and a lot of tribulation and trepidation. So that's what this threshold is. Now, what is it for us? Well, this liminal space, it, it brings us face to face with our inner fears about who we are, how we show up in the world, as they say, our strengths, our vulnerabilities, our successes, our disappointments. And it causes us to question the very core of our beliefs, our practices, and our identities. And this is big, man. This is big. And that's what this season is for. It's for us to hear the call, heed the challenge, and take up our path. Now, we're not alone in this. We have guardians. We have guides. And so this is also a very important time to cultivate those guardians and those guides. That's part of the role that the Order of the Dragonfly plays. We are there to be those guardians and those guides. We are there to help all who come to us to cross the threshold from the slavery of delusion and separation and into the liberation of oneness and freedom. That is our sacred call. And so, again, this period is so very special and so very important. Now, the ceremony itself we talk about as the feeding of the hungry ghosts. And actually the liturgy that we do is a liturgy that is called in Japanese the Kanroman. And it means the gate of sweet nectar. And the gate of sweet nectar is 
the nectar of liberation that we feed those hungry, forgotten parts of ourselves. We feed those aspects that have been forgotten. We feed those aspects that we're afraid of. And so when we do the ceremony, the fire ceremony of the Sagaki, we, we burn the tablets that are marked and scratched with the things we wish to let go of. The karma which we wish to be purified and burned free of and made clear again. And in that act, we offer incense and we burn them and are, are letting go, are, are moving beyond those limitations, all those, that, those flames, that smoke, that incense that lifts up into the night sky. We beckon and call all the hungry ghosts from all four directions to be here and to join our table. And we feed them all without any rejection. All are welcome. Because this ceremony is the great call to all corners of the universe to be free, to be fed, to be fulfilled. And that is the great act that we undertake in the Sagaki. And this great act of the Sagaki is about a word uh, we, that we use sometimes called forgiveness. And what does forgiveness mean in terms of its dharmic presentation? Forgiveness means that we are no longer holding on to whatever it is that has been like chains around us, keeping us from realizing our fullest life. And forgiveness is not something that requires any kind of sacrifice. This is a forgiveness that is given to us before the universe itself was formed. This was a graciousness in the void, in the darkness that existed before there was light. And this forgiveness is ours, and all we have to do is wake up and accept it. And this forgiveness is complete. There is nothing, nothing that is outside the ring of those holy flames. Nothing. And so forgiveness from the Dharmic perspective is, you know, not so much about making amends. And I'm not saying that in some times that might be appropriate. But for us, it's not about making amends. It's not about beating my chest in mea culpa. It's not about crawling on my hands and knees before some judgmental deity. This is grace. This is forgiveness that existed before the beginning of the cosmos. And all I'm doing in this is I am waking up to it and I am embracing it and I am throwing off the chains and I am throwing off the shackles and casting them into the flames of wisdom. And from those flames, the great incense of compassion arises and all are taken care of and all are fed.
And honestly, there's not much more I can add.